0: BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call one eight hundred Gambler. One of the best shows
1: of the year, according to Apple, Amazon, and Time, is back for another round. We
2: had a big bear of a man. It was called Mal Evans. It was on roadie, and uh, mm-hmm. I was coming back on the plane, and he said, "Will you pass the salt and pepper?" And I misheard him. <laughs> I said, "What,
0: salt and pepper?"
1: Listen to season two of McCartney: A Life in Lyrics on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. My name is Chris Moody, host of the new podcast Finding Matt Drudge.
0: Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW
1: room void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.
2: You know, your house smells. Don't get mad. Don't get mad. My house smells too. I'm not, I'm not indicting you. I'm sure you keep a clean home, but just time
1: This is The Jesse Kelly Show.
2: Do you believe in monsters? Do you think about it? Are you sure you don't? Have you stopped believing in them since you were a kid? Or do you just believe in different ones now? 1959, Russia. A group of hikers, 10 of them, took off towards the Ural Mountains. It's a mountain range there. You don't have to know about it. And they had a goal, and that goal was to climb Mount Oterton. Now, I should explain something about these 10 hikers before we go any further. They were all young in their early 20s. They were all extremely fit. They were all extremely experienced. And when I say extremely experienced, I think I need to explain something. They were all grade two hikers, and if they completed this mission that meant they would become grade three hikers, which is the highest certification you can get. Now, I can see your eyes rolling into the back of your head. I don't know what any of that means. Here's what it means. What it means is you have proven you have massive amounts of experience doing what you do. You didn't just throw on a backpack that morning and start walking with a walking stick. These are people who would have to have proven They know their way around mountains. They know their way around hills. They know their way around rocks, avalanches, steep slopes, storms. These are experienced people, most likely people that grew up doing this in that mountainous area. I used to live in Montana for quite a while. We moved there until I was, or when I was 10, we moved there. I ended up graduating high school from there. And we would go up to, we'd go up skiing. And there would be avalanche risks and things like that along the ski slopes because it's a mountain. That's just the way it is. Well, they had certifications for all these different instructors and mountain-type people up there. And I will just tell you, having spent some time with these people, it takes a long time to get these certifications. These people knew what was what. That is going to be important to our story. So just know this. This is not a group of 10 hikers that took off, and I think we're just going to walk today. No, they knew exactly what they were doing. They knew how to do it. They knew how to face adversity. They knew how to pack in their food that they needed. They knew how to pack in their tents. They knew how to pack in their skis, because you spend a lot of your time on cross-country skis when you're hiking through mountains like that. Again, not a skill you just step into and do one day. Long time, long time of experience it takes to get to be that good. And because they wanted their grade three certification, they had a really cool, albeit a little bit harrowing mission to climb Mount Oterton. Again, experienced smart people. So they got with their friends beforehand and said, hey, we're taking off here. It's the end of January. If we're not back by... Mid-February, something went wrong. Call. And that is, again, it sounds like such a simple thing, but that is something the, the most experienced people when it comes to mountains will do over and over and over again. Like the people I told you about on the side of the ski hill, they wear locators in case they do get caught in an avalanche, and so they can be found before they suffocate to death under the snow. People check in always. I used to go hunting in the mountains by my or, or with a group of guys. I'll I'll tell you that story later. But you would check in no matter what. It was just part of what you did. You would make sure you told a friend or two, we are going here. We're going to be located approximately here. If we're not back at this time, send help. That is something you learn to do when you live in and around the wilderness. And so they did it. Again, experienced, experienced, and 10 of them take off. Now, by the grace of God, one of them, Ends up having some severe health problems. He had had heart problems before. His knees were bothering him. Really soon after they took off, he turned around and went back. He was the lucky one. The other nine took off into the mountains. And you get to a point, again, when you're experienced, that you learn, well, wait a minute. We're going to be coming back through here at this spot on our way back. Why don't we unload some of this food so I don't have to carry all of it all the way? Bury it right here or stash it right there, depending on just how remote it is. I'll tell you, we used to bury our food in these big five-gallon sealable drums in the ground. We'd dig a big holes in the ground and bury them under so would whatever, find them. And then we'd go back during elk season. They bury their food and they take off. And you can look all this up after this, but there are pictures of this. There are diaries of this. We have their notes. We have their pictures of them on skis. We can see their faces. The leader of the group, his name was Igor Dyatlov. And Igor Dyatlov makes his way with his group into Dyatlov Pass, which was obviously not called Dyatlov Pass at the time. You'll figure out why here in just a moment. They begin their climb, and a horrible whiteout sleet blizzard hits. Now, having grown up in that area, maybe you didn't. It's scary. I will tell you that. It is scary. It is like something out of the movies when you get in some of those whiteout conditions in the mountains because you just cannot see. And you cannot land navigate. And this is pre-GPS times. If your GPS would even function, you can't see. I've been in a sandstorm like that in Iraq before, and it was horrifying. You just Your your hand barely in front of your face, you can't see. So they lost their way a little bit. Not the end of the world. Ended up drifting a mile west, of course. We know all this, again, from their diaries. Got a little lost, drifted a mile west, decided... That they were just going to camp out there on a mountainous slope for the night. Again, not anything that would be unfamiliar to experienced hikers like this. People camp out on mountain slopes all the time. It's good practice. You have to learn how to do it. Again, it's not for everybody. You and I think about camping as throwing a tent on the flat ground by the lake. This is a little bit more difficult. However, something people like this do. Winter conditions. Lay out their tents, which we know they did. Get a little twisted around, which we know they did, but all's good. Tents are set up. Crawl into bed that night, which we know they did, and all is fine because they'll ride out a blizzard in a tent, right? Except none of them were alive the next day. And none of them were in their tents the next day either. February 20th rolls around. Keep in mind, this is a few weeks after people are uh, a little concerned. Remember these were experienced hikers and said, Hey, if we don't show back up here, uh, send a rescue team, please. They did send a rescue team rescue team makes its way into the mountains. Now it would take a little bit of time because remember they veered off course, but an experienced rescue team would realize this. So, They do a little hunting around on the direction they thought they were going to go, and eventually they think they see it up ahead. They think they see the tents. I mean, they're a little disheveled, but okay, we'll we'll make our way over there, and they start making their way towards the tents. The rescue team starts to approach these tents, and this is this looks weird. And they get to the tents. And the tents are empty. And the tents have been cut open from the inside. Hang on.
1: Truth. Attitude. Jesse Kelly.
2: the tents. And the tents have been cut open from the inside. Why were the tents cut cut open from the inside? There were still the doors on the tents. And they start looking around. And what do they see? Well, there were nine people in this group. There were also nine sets of footprints leaving the area. What's weird is... These experienced hikers, these people who knew all about what they were doing, they were all barefoot, or all at least in their socked feet, and virtually all of their gear was still in the tents that they cut open. Strange, right? But still not... Totally unexplainable. What if a, a band of robbers started shooting at them? I mean, who, who knows? I mean, You could at least come up with something so far, okay? All right. Oh, don't worry. It, it gets much stranger. Well, there's a line of trees about a mile away from this tent site. They see plenty of shoe prints or footprints heading that way. And they take off that way, and what do they find? Well, they find two guys named Yuri. I'm not going to even attempt to pronounce these Russian last names. One starts with a K and the other one starts with, I forget. No, D. One starts with a K, the other one starts with a D. They find these two guys right as you go into the trees. These guys are dead, frozen solid on the ground. Keep in mind, we're talking 20 below zero here. And they're in their underwear and nothing else a mile away from the tent site. Oh, did I mention they have rips and tears in the palms of their hands as if they were trying to climb trees, and so the investigators began looking at the cedars around them Fifteen feet off the ground, there were broken branches on the cedar trees around them as if these men were trying to climb to escape something. They kept looking because that's, that's two down. We got seven more to go. And they found three more. A little ways further into the trees. Now, they thought all... All five of these people died of hypothermia. That's what they thought. But that didn't explain the fact that one of the next three they found was kind of brown, not just purple. And he had a gray liquid coming out of his mouth. One of the next three they found had head injuries that looked like he fell and hit his head repeatedly. Another one of the next three they found had a baton-shaped bruise on her side. Well, that's all extremely weird, is it not? Again, all of them in their underwear. Well, that's five down. There were nine total, and they couldn't find the other four. Frustrating. The search would continue, but... Okay, that was weird enough. Only two months later, they did find the other four. Further into those woods, there was a 75, I believe it was 75 feet. It was a ravine. 75 meters, I'm sorry. It was a ravine. And they found the four at the bottom of this ravine. Only These four didn't die of hypothermia. These four died of something nobody can explain. The first one, Nikolai was his name. He suffered significant skull damage. Two of the others had huge, significant chest wounds. Only not wounds like an ax not skull damage like an axe. Wounds, and I quote, consistent with a high-speed car crash. You think I'm done? I'm not done yet. One of them with the terrible wounds and only one. Her eyes were missing. And her tongue was missing. And her lips missing. Remember we were looking for four more? This, This part gets just as weird. That was three of the four with the skull fractures and the chest caving in and the missing eyes and the missing tongue. They found the fourth guy right down there with them and he was fine. He had died of hypothermia. No major wounds like the other four. As you can imagine, questions were raised, but keep in mind where and when we are. This is 1959 in Russia. Russia only adding to the mystery of everything and only adding to the confusion that remains to this day. Gave some weird incident about it being an avalanche or something and sealed the case up and would not let anybody else in there to investigate. Now, obviously, we know it wasn't an avalanche. An avalanche would explain virtually none of what we see. None of what we see. It just wouldn't. But Russia is what Russia is. In fact, they actually opened an investigation into this again last year. Chris, did you know that? (laughs) Yeah, last year. Now do you believe in monsters? There is something in the human psyche. You have it. I have it. We all have it. That we like to explain everything dangerous around us. We like to put our arms around it. We like to explain it. I just don't want any mystery to it. And as long as there's no mystery to it, it doesn't freak us out. How many Americans die every year from heart disease? How many Americans die every single year from cancer? Car accident. Something to... I mean... Thousands, right? Tens of thousands. That's just what happens. And yet, we don't demand round-the-clock news coverage of every one of them. We don't sit around demanding government action for every single one of them, do we? When's the last time you demanded government lock everybody down until we figure out heart disease? We're going to lock everybody down until we figure out car accidents. As I said yesterday, you could eliminate car accidents tomorrow. Tomorrow, the United States government could eliminate car accidents. No more vehicles lot on the road. But you don't, and you don't demand that. And why don't you demand that? The same reason I don't, because I can explain it. I feel like I can maybe try to avoid it. And more than any of that, I convince myself it can't happen to me by accident. Now, if I die of heart disease, it's going to be because I ate three cheeseburgers a day. We let this whole coronavirus thing cause us to do things we would never have done a month ago because it's a monster, and monsters scare us. And that incident I just described is going to creep you out and it's going to haunt your dreams tonight, not because of hikers dying, hikers die all the time, but because you don't want to think about that the next time you pitch your tent with your family by the lake. The truth of the matter is simply this. There are monsters everywhere. That's NWRetention.com. Use the promo code JESSE. Get you 10% off. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere.
1: This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. One of the best shows of the year, according to Apple, Amazon, and Time, is back for another round.
2: We had a big bear of a man who was called Mal Evans. He was on roadie. And uh, Mm I was coming back on the plane. And he said, Will you pass the salt and pepper? And I misheard him.
0: (laughs) I said, What? Sergeant Pepper? And what happens when two old friends take their decades of experience in the business and entertainment worlds and sit down with our buddies? You get Our Way, a brand new show from iHeart Podcast, where we chop it up with our pals about everything under the sun. This is our podcast, and we're going to do it our way. Listen to Our Way on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.